Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. comes, whoever it is, I'll kill them. I'll kill them all. Of course you will. Uh, welcome, it's How We Seize It. This week we're here with episode 172. We're tackling John Wick episode, or no, they call them chapters. Chapter 2, and then John Wick, chapter 3, Parabellum. Um, we're doing this in... Uh, in uh, preparation for our next week's episode, which we're going to tackle John Wick chapter four. I don't think this one has a name to it, if, if I remember correctly, but uh, I think it's just John Wick chapter four. Yeah. <laughs> I think chapter three is the only one that got an extra, an extra name on it, the parabellum, which is interesting. <laughs> and, and anyone tuning in, uh, we both, we've both already seen chapter four, but we promise not to throw any spoilers on this one. Next we week, no promises. Absolute best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, next week, the spoilers are coming, and, and the, today will be spoilers for, for two and three. Uh, yeah, we're, been, we're gonna They've been out there for a while. Yeah, if you haven't seen them yet, yeah, you know, what, what you're even a John Wick fan, why are you on this podcast? Check them out uh, on Peacock. I think that's a, a... Yes. I think you can get it ad-free for free if you have an Xfinity. I, I found out I had Xfinity, and so I had... Oh. Um, not ad free. You get, you get, uh, Peacock okay, yeah. with ads. Um, yeah. I, I added, I paid the extra five bucks so I could get ad free, but I think those still had, oh, had, a, had a few ads that they threw in there. We watched to, it with ads too. Uh, and, uh, it was one about halfway through it. I was like, God damn it. I have this on Blu-ray. I should have just popped it in. <laughs> um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, you know, uh, it, it was fun, but yeah, it is on Peacock right now. Um, actually John Wick one is also on Peacock. Right. You can also watch that too. So, uh, you can also get a John Wick uh, chapters one, two, three uh, pack uh, Blu-ray from your local uh, Target, Walmart, all that, and they're fuck ten dollars, fifteen dollars, something like that. I know I got mine hell really? cheap. Okay. Yeah, I think I got. Yeah, I, it was under fifteen dollars. Wait, it was on, like it, recently? Because I bet if you went right now yeah. and looked for it, it probably like they'd be able maybe to jack because up the a price. four came out. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say. I'll, you know, while we're talking, I will look that up. Just because. just just like um, when you tried to track down the copy of History of Us. Oh, sorry, Last of Us. <laughs> I'm like, history of us. I always say history. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, Last of Us, it was, yeah. The, the price the shot up when it came on up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, definitely. Uh, I'm your main host, Noah, and with me as always is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. <laughs> How are you doing, Noah? I am doing good. It's It's been a crazy week. Uh, it, it's been wet again. Uh, yeah. We, we got hit yeah. with the, what are they calling it, a... a bomb cyclone or something like that have you heard that term yet <laughs> no but uh but it sounds right <laughs> uh i was um yeah i was i was looking up uh some uh weather because the next week we're gonna try and head up uh into the snow and i was trying to see if uh what the roads might be like trying to decide whether take my car with all-wheel drive or drive my truck that only has two-wheel drive and take the chance of chains it's, it's just back and forth you know what do i want to do and uh, yeah, I was looking up and they're like, yeah, this bomb cyclone's going to hit California. And I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? I'm like, <laughs> is, is that what come, you know, carries the murder hornets or whatever? I was like, I don't know what's going on. But yeah, it's it's some crazy uh, rain producing 
weather effect out in the ocean right now. We're going to get ready to to bomb us with some more water. Just just what we needed. So all good. How about you, Steve? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm also heading out this weekend uh, down south uh, to uh, stay the weekend with my mother and paint a couple bedrooms for her. And and so I'm just trying to wrap things up at work so I can get out a, a day early. Nice. You know, skip out on, on Friday rather than leave on Saturday. So it's going well, though. I, well, nice. it, it's been a fun week because uh, I haven't watched anything except John Wick. And my <laughs> wife and I did it basically three nights in a row where we did two on Sunday, um, three on Monday. And then last night we went to the theater and saw it and convinced my daughter and, his, and her husband to, to oh, come join okay. us, too. So we made a party out of it. I think I uh, no maybe it's the other night that my daughter was out with your your daughter and son-in-law. They went to the to Fog Belt. So I'm looking this up. Uh, you can get this chapters one through three John Wick on Amazon on DVD for nine ninety nine. For DVD, brand okay. brand new nine ninety nine for DVD, which is funny because the used copies are fourteen ninety eight, which I don't yeah. understand that. But or the Blu-ray, uh, you uh, best price I see here is Target. Uh, looks like it's twenty uh, ninety nine, so not too bad. So yeah, if you haven't, if you don't have John Wick, don't want to get it on Peacock. There you go. There's your options. Uh, get this on Amazon or, or head over to your local Target or Walmart and uh, pick one up. Pretty cheap. And be sure to uh, go back about a year and a half and tune into our John Wick podcast that we did for the original. I think that was a lot of fun. And uh, it was. Uh, we'll tell you, we'll tell you why it's really worth it to go out and get get this collection of movies. You know. <laughs> exactly. All right, we're back. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, sorry about that. I had to uh, take care of my, my cat was uh, decided to uh, interrupt the podcast. Little bastard. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, we're going to talk about John Wick chapter one and chapter I'm sorry, chapter two and chapter three. We had already done chapter one in a previous episode. Make sure you go back and see that. Uh, you'll be happy you did. Uh, but before we do that, one of the things we do here on How We Sees It is we create a cocktail or find a cocktail that we pair with whatever it is we're watching. And that's no different this time. So <laughs> I'm going to let Steve go ahead and take his away. Um, yeah, I paired one with one that already existed. I did a little research into um, the concierge's character. Uh, that's a actor, Lance Reddick, that just passed away a couple weeks ago, which was, it sounds like it was pretty unexpected. Um, but yeah. Natural nobody... causes, but there aren't many details as, as to, to what exactly happened. But he's such a staple in this series, such a beloved character that, uh, that I, I, wanted to, I wanted to, you know, respect his, his presence in it with, with a cocktail that's, that's, uh, that calls his character out. His character in the name in the in the series is he's named uh, Sharon, and I don't believe I, I I did hear his name referenced in the fourth one, but yeah. I don't know if they ever said it in two and three. I don't which, think they did. Which kind of made me a little nervous at first because I didn't know how to pronounce it. If it's it's <laughs> in Greek mythology, the ferryman who yep, carries yep. the souls of the dead to the underworld, it's uh, it's. Haron, or it's and and uh, the, Haron, and and, oh. then, and then more of a of an English pronunciation of that is Caron. Um, okay. And, but in this, I did see I, I found an interview with with uh, Lance Reddick, and he referred to it as Sharon, and mm-hmm. um, and then they also mentioned it in John and John Wick Four. So anyway, 
This cocktail is called Sharon's Obel. Obel is the form of currency that you pay the ferryman with. I thought oh, I right, thought right. that whole idea of the uh, the ferryman, ferryman was kind of cool. There, there's some Greek references in this series, and and um, there's a lot of them. Yeah, so uh, that it's just a it's interesting him being the, the kind of the front face of the of the um, continental, and uh, and he certainly has has more to him than that original uh, original introduction. You know, we find out a little bit more of his of, of who he is in in the third one, which is fun. Um, so this is uh, a cocktail I found. It's got some interesting ingredients. Uh, one and a half ounces of rye whiskey, uh, one ounce of chinar, quarter ounce of a ginger liqueur, quarter ounce of lemon juice, quarter ounce of lime juice, and you rinse the glass with absinthe. So um, I... You don't just put a whole ounce in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, did a little flame on, on, a, on some oil spray of the, of the lemon oil. And got a little got a little flame going when I spritzed it, so so I, oh, might, nice. I might get a little char. I, I figured <laughs> a little, nothing wrong with adding a little flame to a John Wick cocktail. So oh right right um, yeah. Huh. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of of extreme flavors. I'm not a big fan of the sweeter cocktails, and this is definitely not sweet, but it's kind of everything but sweet. It's 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 almost huh. a little, it's almost a little too. It's got the sour, the bitter. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to drink it, but yeah, I don't know well, if it's, of course uh, you are. <laughs> I don't know if it's one that I'll, I'll come back to, but anyway, so this is a nod to Lance Reddick who plays cool. The I, 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 I kind of thought about that too. And I, I, that was one of the ones I started to look up. Uh, I didn't really find stuff and I switched up my, my, my look for things. Cause I was all over the place. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I mean, do I go the, the hand-to-hand -hand fighting do i go the bullet route again do i you know <laughs> what do i do uh and so uh as i was looking through these um one of the things i looked up was the meaning of parabellum which is uh prepare for war and so right winston um, i think is the one that quotes it yeah you, you yeah. know what, what's he say i think i wrote that quote down um yeah it's something like prepare for war i think he says pretty much exactly that but it's something in that aspect but it's it's a it's a derived from a Latin term and stuff like that. And so that got me on this thing and I started, I pulled up war cocktails and one of the things that came up was man o' war. And I was like, oh, okay, I like that. That's, you know, cause John Wick kind of is a, a man o' war. He's a, uh, he's a one man freaking army essentially. And pretty much everything we've seen of these movies uh, from one through three, he is a, a one man wrecking crew or someone would call him a one man army. He, he literally is just annihilating this this force coming against him and so i thought man a war cocktail would be really cool and so uh this starts off with one and a half uh one and a half ounces of a good quality bourbon uh, i happen to use bullet bourbon because not sure. only is it a good quality bourbon but there's a lot of bullets and why not stick with a the theme you know absolutely uh, I, I, you know, I thought about it again a little too late i was like oh i need to order those bullet shaped ice cubes ah uh so i messed up on that one didn't get it in time but still uh, then you add one ounces, uh, one ounce of Cointreau. I'm gonna screw that one up. Quintreau. You got it, Cointreau. Yeah, yep. or or other orange liqueur. I happen to have my last <laughs> ounce of Cointreau, so I was able to make this one with that. Uh, one uh, half ounce of uh, sweet vermouth. Uh, I happen to have that. So and then um, a half ounce of freshly squeezed lemon juice, and I happen to have 
fresh lemons right off the tree from my backyard. So of course, uh, I went with that. But this success. is a kind of it, this is a a new one for me though. Is it talks about uh, using a chilled glass? It says fill your glass with ice water and set aside. Uh, then you do your mix, shake everything up, and they say shake this for at least twenty seconds. They they you want it as cold as you can get. And then it says to dump the water and the ice out of your, your glass that you're going to, and then to put it in. They really want the cold to kind of take effect. Um, it didn't say to add back ice, but I did put, I had some of those, uh, the big block ice in there. So I put one of those in there. So yeah. it's not going to dilute it too much, but it, ha- it at least has a little bit in there. So that's the Man of War. I garnished this with, uh, they said brandy cherries. I just had regular uh, cherries and uh, a lemon peel. So I put that in there. Came out really nice looking, real pretty little kind of thing. Um, has a good kind of a citrusy uh, smell to it, which is, you know, a lot of the drinks I like. It's kind of has that almost whiskey sour type smell to it, uh, which, you know, makes sense with the the lemon and the, the bourbon. And the uh, the sweet vermouth is going to change the flavor a little bit. Same with the Cointreau, but this is the first one. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's... It's very similar to a sour, uh, a whiskey sour kind of, or bourbon sour. Sure, yeah. Yeah, very tasty. I, yeah, the, I can the, see this being a nice, easy one to drink. The chilled glass, I mean, you can get away with just putting it in the freezer and letting it sit there for yeah. a little while. But, uh, yeah, that, I think that's typically, if you don't put ice in it, you want to chill it just because it's better and it has a cooler temperature. You've got the ice yeah. in there. Yeah, that does kind of threaten diluting it a little bit, but I think you were, made the right call in using a more of a block to, to prevent too much dilution. So yeah. Well, and then, uh, you know, I was like, we're doing two movies. Maybe I'll, I'll find a second drink. And um, in, in my looks, I f- had found this other one. I hadn't decided what I was going to go with just yet. And this one was called Blood and Bourbon. And the reason I kind of stayed on this bourbon trip uh, is because in uh, the movie, there's a time when, uh, I believe it is in the second movie, they end up in the the um, the hotel or the, uh, why am I blanking on the name? Continental. Continental, yeah. Continental. Uh, and he's fighting with uh, Cassian, uh, and they end up in. Uh, uh, Winston tells him, "Why don't you guys go to the bar and settle down and relax?" And and so you know, uh, John Wick, Keanu Reeves' character, looks over at Cassian and he's like, "Is uh, a like, uh, gin, right?" And he yeah. said, "Bourbon." I, he said, "Bourbon or whiskey?" I can't remember. They're pretty close. So I was, no, I think it is bourbon because I think he had yeah. bourbon in the first movie too. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I thought. So I was like, okay, that works. I'm gonna stay on that bourbon. Got my bullet bourbon already mm-hmm. out, ready to pour. So uh, <laughs> I uh, found this one. It's called Blood and Bourbon. Uh, you know, a lot of blood, a lot of blood in this movie. Both movies, um, not a gore fest like cut them up, slice them up, uh, like horror movie blood, but they do a really good job with the the exit wound splatters for um, gunshots, uh, which is all CGI essentially. Uh, for the most part, I, I'd probably say 90%. They may do some practicals, but I don't think there's a lot, if any, um, in this. So uh, this is a blood and bourbon. It starts with the two ounces of the bullet bourbon, a one and a half ounce of a scre- freshly squeezed blood orange. And so I was able to go to uh, the local grocery store here, uh, Whole Foods, and they have nice, fresh uh, blood oranges. So I grabbed a couple of those was able to do that squeeze surprisingly it took a a whole orange and a half to get a half ounce you're kidding surprised. no i was like i mean wow. there's 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 smaller oranges they're not huge but i was just like i was surprised at how much what are you using uh, to squeeze it that my little hand squeezer okay i probably could have put this on but you know you get less pulp and you don't get all yeah. the juice out of it but i was i was really surprised that i had to it was about 
one and a quarter oranges that required to get that half ounce. But the color that came out of it, and it looks so thick. I mean, <laughs> I understand why they call it blood. I saw I saw the that, picture of your cocktail. Yeah. You have it sliced in half, and yeah, yeah. The the it is well. The juice itself looks like you're pouring blood in there. Uh, then you have an uh, ounce of simple syrup, uh, another quarter ounce of a fresh squeezed lemon. Happen to have a fresh squeezed lemon that I pulled right off the tree, so that was nice. Uh, this also had two dashes of uh, the Angostura. Eg- how do you say it? Angostura. The bitter. And yeah, that one <laughs> bitters. <laughs> so uh, poured it together. It is. It looks like a glass of blood. I, I used a, a a wedge or a slice from uh, one of the oranges that I cut um, to put on top as a um, a garnish. Uh, really, really visual presentation. It looks like a cup of blood. Yeah. But it is tasty. Oh my God! If, if this some, is what it has, some viscosity to it. It looks like too. It just, yeah, <laughs> it, it does. Uh, once again, I used another cube uh, piece of ice on this one. Same, same kind of thing. This is another one you put in the shaker. Uh, you know, shake uh, with ice in it, strain over uh, your uh, rocks glass. Uh, and this is uh, a very, very tasty. I could do this again if if blood oranges were easy to get or I had a tree. This is something I'd probably do quite often because it's very, very tasty. Yeah, that's great. So that's the blood and bourbon. Except both of these were used in a bullet bourbon. I happen to have the big old bottle from uh, Costco, which made it nice and easy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, really, really good drinks for me. And those, those are the two I went with. So I might have to pause this pretty soon because I'm almost done with mine. It's actually going down <laughs> a lot better. I think that first taste just caught me a little off guard, but gotcha. Or maybe it's just right. diluted a little bit. I'm using also a big rock, but uh, but it's um, well, anyway. Nice. No, so yeah, pretty good drinks. Good. Well, let's now let's get into this. This is uh, Keanu Reeves kind of. uh, This is like the role that was made for him. Uh, You know, it is it. Uh, Yeah, I agree, and it's funny to say that after he's gone through, (laughs) uh, you know, the Matrix series. I mean, when the first Mm -hmm. Matrix came out, it seemed like this is it, and they were making two more. But those, you know, that whole series just kind of got uneven. Yeah. Um, not the case with this one, I don't think. Well, this one is, it, it really leads to, towards Keanu Reeves being the, uh, as good as he is in this because of the work he puts into doing what he does to get ready for it. A uh, lot of gun training, a lot of martial arts training, a um, lot of jiu-jitsu, a lot of judo, a lot of other martial arts. Um, he doesn't yeah. He doesn't just limit himself to one. He learns everything he can from yeah. as many as he can. Um, and the role he, plays to his strengths, you know, yeah. you know, don't very, talk a lot, not a man of Roll big around. words, uh, <laughs> but he, yeah, he, well, I heard someone say he could, he's the, he's not, there aren't many people that can make uh yeah into two syllables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're right. A hundred percent. And um, yeah, they, they, they do a pretty good job with, with keeping his speaking moments very minimal which helps um i think uh i found uh in one i don't i didn't it didn't hit me as much but it definitely i saw it more i think in three i was kind of like oh he's trying to act a little too much in this one um it shows a little and and so i was i was kind of surprised um but i mean he still is is so 
well cast in this. I mean, this well, this franchise was basically wrapped around him. I mean, I don't know if they put someone else in there if it would have even done as well. Yeah, it's it, it's a little tricky. The first movie, the motivation from this character was, was so straightforward, you mm-hmm. know. Whereas since it gets weaker since and then, weaker, <laughs> it, it's it's a little off balance. And so he, yeah, you're not sure what he's what really is his motivating factor. It kind of goes different ebbs and flows a little bit. Um, so it does require him to try to act a little bit more. And yeah. um, so it's not quite as successful but in that arena. But it's it's funny because in two, in two, he does have a little bit more of a motivation. Uh, you know, one, it was motivation to revenge his, his, them killing his dog and stealing his car. You know, it was simple, like you fucked with the wrong guy kind yeah. of thing. And then it, and then it escalated. Uh, well, then this one is, it starts off with him having to get his car still. And so uh, it's like, this is one where I was kind of like, this This is where it starts to get almost video game-esque to me. And I started thinking about it more and more. And I'm like, this is, this is literally a video game that someone played out and we're just watching them play, but we're doing it as a live action the whole game. I, I totally, yeah. Side missions to go, go get your car. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know. And not only that, it seems like they did, they went out of their way to give each action sequence its own flavor. I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's a motivation they have. Sometimes it, it, it works better than others and there's some standouts. I actually printed out a list of all the action scenes in each <laughs> movie. Um, and someone had gone on and ranked them all. I, I couldn't find an actual chronological one, but. Oh. I could probably do it from memory because um, I watched them so recently. But but man, it's 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 great how they try to you know accentuate each of these scenes with something a little different and play yeah. it a little different. It doesn't it doesn't feel it does sometimes get a little tired when it doesn't escalate or when it's just kind of this <sighs> monotonous. Uh, but but it they still do a really good job of 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 moving on to something new to get you right. going. Oh my god, what are they going to do next? Oh, they did something new next. <laughs> So I, I remember when I first saw this, I, I was just, oh, my God, this is so good and so blown away. And I don't know if Which, you had this. Both or? Bo- both. Yeah. Just, just every John Wick I've seen so far, the first watch, I was like, oh, my God, that's so good. I kind of found two I, I actually enjoyed quite a bit um, this time. And then, so a little background on, on for me, just a little bit on this is I watched two on, like, Friday. Me and my wife watched it on Friday and then Saturday we went and watched four in the theater, and then I watched three at home like Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so, what happened is, is I really enjoyed watching two again, really liked four. Then we get into I'm watching three, and I almost had a little bit of a burnout. I was like, I kind of got bored with three, and I was like, is it because I don't enjoy? Like, is it kind of like because it just kept replaying a lot of the same things, or is it because? I literally had some John Wick burnout. I was like, okay, I, I mean, it just—it's kind of the same thing over and over again. Like I said, like it's—it's video game esque in that, where it's this side mission. Okay, well, you got to shoot, 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 throw, 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 roll, right. stab, stab, stab. You know, they did different things each one, but it also was very repetitive in a way too. I yeah, I can't decide which which I prefer, two or three, just from the standpoint of there's, I think there are some action sequences in three that are my favorite um but okay. 
and and two, I thought got a little bogged down with some of the fashion. It it, it thought <laughs> I, it, it it almost went a little overboard at times. Where I thought, oh my gosh, this is like this is like German. Um, what's what's the sprockets on on? We are, we are sprockets from uh, Saturday Night Live. It kind of felt that. Now is when we dance. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, and uh, but it's the same director, so he's kind of carrying that that sort of that that torch through yeah. through the whole thing. But uh, so. But there were benefits from one story-wise. There were there were moments that I thought this is really working. And uh, three, you know, I wasn't too big on the desert sequence and and yeah. and the big finale. I thought that kind of was a little little weird. But it had it had the the most epic battle in that antique store. And so so it almost depends on oh with all the knives. Oh, I love that when they're throwing knives and they're just sticking. <laughs> I mean, that was really you know what I found in the library. It, I, well, yeah. The library was pretty cool. I thought that was really cool. The uh, the the problem I had with the the museum fight was the very beginning where he stops and they have all the old revolvers. The oh, and he's putting the one gun together. And, and he, yeah, he's taking them all apart, puts it together for one shot. And I was like, you could have just kept running and probably been out of the building and not even had to. Ha- you you got one fucking shot off of for 15 minutes of putting together an old fucking pistol. I get what they're doing. They're kind of going the gun nut route. Like, hey, look, he's so smart. He can put together this old, you know, 1800s, you know, cowboy pistol. And he can change out this part with this part and this part with this part and put this old bullet in it and make it work. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I I get it. That's cool. But it was kind of like, okay. Um, And I think this is what happened in three to me, uh, which really kind of hurt my, I I think three is probably the lowest uh, in my rating in all of them. And I think a lot of it had to do with that scene in particular, that that part of the gun scene. I do love the night fight. I think it drug out a little long. It started to get to the... It, I mean, it was one of those... That, yeah, they're almost... Most of them do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I didn't like the desert. Uh, I didn't care for uh, the dog. Uh, the final fight in that was really... And I... The dog. I, the, the the two dogs. I, I got kind of old, the... the, the the do- okay, now run and bite, and now run and bite, and it just—I was like, yeah, they—they they didn't have many more things they could do beyond that. I—I—I I, I liked the dance kind of that they played with with uh, Sophia though, and just you know her relationship with them. I know that she trained with those dogs. Halle Berry trained with those dogs for for a while, or like from from birth or something, just to get them get to get. So they they bonded with her. I, I got the but, idea with it, um, but I just thought they were, I, and I thought her character was horror. I thought her acting was horrible in this. Oh, okay. That's, I that's, thought that's, Barry not, was a, that's not common. Bad. Uh, most people, I, did, I, I mean, I, they, they, they kind of look at, at some of her other roles and say, yeah, uh, she didn't nail it in, in uh, Catwoman or, but I, I, I disagree. I thought, I thought she was, she was solid. I thought she was, uh, she was good. It was a, I mean, it was a brief role. Well, there wasn't her that acting wasn't horrible in the the talking parts. She was good with her talking parts, but I thought her action. I mean, she was decent in a lot of. But I also kind of was like, eh. I, I, I just I didn't believe her as much as as some of the other characters. It was just kind of weird. And and I it's I know she's a great actress, and her speaking parts were really good. But I think there was some of the other stuff that I was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. I, one of the things that this movie is really, all these action sequences are really try to try to get across to the audience is you know they're using more wide lenses. You see the yeah. you see the action play out. You see the choreography, 
it the, the benefit is you just get to watch it all happen. There is a negative side in that in that sometimes if it's not as you know if they if they don't get things perfectly choreographed, you see kind of a little bit you see through it a little bit. You know, someone will hold their punch a little bit longer or something just because it's not not quite there. But from my perspective, I would so much rather watch them put. I mean, these are some of the best stunt coordination and knowing that it's Keanu Reeves doing this, knowing that it's Halle Berry. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's exciting to know that, that, you know, they're putting I, all this out there and we get to watch it. And I think, uh, I, I think they, they do a good job pulling, pulling it off and, but it is, now, it does expose a little bit more. And I think this is one of those scenes where they, I know they do a really good job with uh, bullet count for the most part in in one and two they they really are on top of it they show him reloading quite a bit where it's realistic to the point of how many bullets um and i understand that there's there could be some times where we see a we don't see a reload that might happen uh there's one where they kind of do a one shot on uh uh halle berry's character where i am pretty sure if i did a gun uh, a bullet count it would be way over the possibilities for the gun she's holding um, with the magazine that's installed. Uh, it, it's somewhere in the 30, 35 range. Uh, and to have that, you would have to have this extended magazine on there, and it's definitely not on there. So I was I was a little, little, you know, it's like, I, I know these guys know what they're doing, and I know they put the effort into it. And I was just like, that's one where it's kind of like, ugh. You I hope you're not one on putting, that one. I hope you're not putting that on Halle Berry though. No, no, I'm not. I'm not definitely. I'm, I don't think she was sitting there going, "Oh wait, I shot too many times for this <laughs> one." But it was one of those ones where they do a really good job with a lot of other times where they really have the reload shown and and things like that. Where this one, where it just it want it went on a little too long without her ever. Re- like one of those, it's like they never even broke away to show that like, oh, she might have had time to reload at this point. And, I wasn't trying to catch that in most of this film because I was like, there's just too many fucking bullets going through. There are, um, and, and they do such... They, they, they almost go overboard with all the reloading. They, 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 make, they make that part of the fun. Those, it, I, I love those with moments. With Keanu, they definitely do. When, when, when there's that moment uh, you know, where it's, it's like everything's... He, he's, he's pausing, trying to reload and working his other hands to do other things to distract yeah. while, while he's re- reloading. And I like how those are played out as amusing scenes. <laughs> or he pins the guy with the gun while he reloads yeah. the kind yeah. of thing. I, mm-hmm. I, do, I like that stuff because that is something that's missing out of a lot of these movies. And mm-hmm. you know, the director of this, uh, uh, <laughs> Chad... Uh, Good luck, Skinsky. Stahelski. Stahelski. I think it's something like that. So he was a stuntman in, uh, he is a stuntman, but he was uh, a stuntman in um, The Matrix. And that's how he got to know Keanu Reeves. And and, no, he is the director for all four of the um, uh, John Wick movies. He is is the director. I guess he co-directed the first one, but yeah. So, uh, you know, but coming from a from a stuntman perspective, this is this is the kind of movie and he puts that effort in and and you're going to get this because he knows how to to best shoot these these scenes and how you make this this stunts work. And the list list of movies on on Wikipedia of his what he's been in stunt was was. Oh, yeah. It it went on and on and on and on. Uh, He actually was. In the Crow, Brandon Lee. He knew Brandon Lee. They, I think they okay. trained at the same at the same um, academy together. Nice. And he was friends. And Brandon Lee was 
was killed in during the making of the crow with the with the blank I guess that was held too close and um he actually stood in for for, for oh. scenes that were shot afterwards and they superimposed Brandon Lee's face on him I guess with some previous footage so um so he definitely has a martial arts background a little and 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 certainly stunt background that that he brings to yeah. us yeah. which I think is and that's what this movie is what what John Wick really is is stuntman's wet dream yeah right it is <laughs> it's it, <laughs> it it's it's every person that's ever been into like all I want to see is the most ridiculous out of just how real not and, and I don't want to say realistic because uh, a lot of this is over the top um just in the fact that uh John Wick apparently has a unlimited health bar um like you just can't kill him can't hurt him kind of thing he, he does and it almost gets gets comical as the movies progress i i'm wondering if they you know had a meeting when they were writing this and just kind of threw their hands in the air and said you know you, you get to a fourth movie and you i mean you how do you how do you address that without actually kind of poking a little fun at it because i mean well, it seems like the buildings he falls up off of are getting yeah. taller and taller and and Every everything that's thrown at him, he tends to get up the same way. That kind of that struggle to get up. And, yeah, and then yeah, and then all of a sudden he's running. Just run. yep, exactly. <laughs> but well, it, and it, it it makes it fun. It fun because I do think they get that that this is entertainment. Let's just let's just keep going and, more. And that's you know, that like video like game esque. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So now that's that's another interesting thing. And and um, I didn't think of this on my own, uh, but as soon as someone said it, I was like, holy crap. This could be another uh, iteration of the Matrix. This is this is uh, Neo in uh, in the Matrix. You know what I mean? It has that Absolutely. same. Absolutely. He even he even has the same line: guns, lots of guns. Yeah. And it's got <laughs> exactly. it, and it's got Morpheus in it, and you know. Right. <laughs> and that's and oh my god, I was like, oh, when someone said that, I was like, fuck. You're no kidding. This is that's literally yeah. what this is. But this is and that's it's like Stephen King and his Dark Tower series with with you know he's got got characters that are integral in so many of his books. It's just like the world of Stephen King, and here's here's the world of 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 the Matrix that's spread into into these other. But it makes genres. sense too. <laughs> it really makes sense. It, well, what this do, is what just... do you mean that there's some sort of biblical thing going on, or that someone said, "Hey, why no, don't we this do is, this?" To this is another. This so what this is 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 this is a life of Neo that they rebooted, <laughs> and this is the life he lives. And because it really is just the Matrix, he can get away with all this stuff because they can write it however they want. You know, he just doesn't know he has the powers that he did as Neo, and that's why he doesn't have the pain. You know, he has this pain threshold. Like, one of the things that really kind of ruins the movie a little bit, and I understand why they went there, but I also kind of wish they didn't, is in the first one, he's doing a lot of dodging and, and avoiding getting shot. Then he gets this suit, which one of the coolest scenes right is he goes to uh the the somile how do you say it uh, Samoyer, but it's the tailor that he goes to I well but he goes to both of them yeah, at the yeah. same time and they do these cut scenes back yeah. and forth there's like montage and you know they're, they're like uh you know what kind of lining tactical and so you know and then so he basically gets a bulletproof suit yeah and I, I get it for one time, and, and they're saying, that, okay, this is going to stop the bullets, but it's going to hurt like hell. And I'm like, okay, that's good. That, you know, I believe that. that it's, yeah, I know. It's, but that wears off. It stops hurting. It like, Well, I, it gets to the point where it doesn't even hurt. I, I, 
it's it's almost amusing when he's taking off. I don't know if they did this in three. I think they did this in three. But what, or maybe the, the noise. But yeah, when you hear all the bullets fall into the ground as he's as so, he's okay. taking off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call a little bullshit on that one, too. <laughs> not not necessarily. I like the idea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. There's a reason why. Now, I like the fact that they had the, the it would have been what they call slugs. Yeah. Because a bullet is made of two parts. There's shell and the slug. The slug is what comes out of the, the end of the barrel, and the shell is what stays in. Now, the sound that you hear that they dropping, I'm pretty sure are the sounds of the shells dropping. Oh, okay, good pickup. Uh, there you go. So, uh, because they have a, they're a hollow piece of metal and they have a different tinny sound to uh-huh. it. And when you drop a solid slug, it doesn't make that little d- noise that they kind of had. And I was like, hmm, this is someone that probably, I mean, they might know that they, but I think they dropped shells instead of slugs. Just, just, I could be wrong. It's happened once before. Um, oh, but you know, you're probably right. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if if the director or someone listening to it, to it who knows very well the sound of what it's supposed to sound yeah. like, la- listened to the actual sound and said, no, that doesn't sound right. Go with that other one. I know yeah, it's yeah, wrong, yeah. but it sounds better. <laughs> you know, but 90% of the people aren't going to know, probably even more than 90%. But right. it was just one of those ones I picked up on. I was like, wait, that sounded more like shells. Um, instead of, uh, because I've dropped shells before. It's just, I, I was out of range. I had a bag of them I had picked up and I got tripped, pushed them over and they all, and that's what it sounded like. I was like, Oh, Hey, anyways, uh, it's something that happens with this suit though, that all of a sudden he doesn't have to dodge bullets anymore. And he's used, you know, he's covering his head and they're just running through and it kind of takes a little bit of the, the fun out of it a little bit. Because it, it 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 gives him this this armor where you know later on in three you see it a lot where other guys are now wearing it, and well, then it it. I I think I think your comparison to a video game is is spot on, and that's yeah. what you find in video games too. You know those first levels are raw and and you know you're <laughs> you get you get hurt by the simplest thing and stuff, and you have to accommodate. But then you build up your armor and and you add more hit points and you know these these other things just. To make it so, so that okay, you can you you've 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 figured out how to get beyond that. Now you have the new the new boss coming at you, and it's yeah. a whole new set of circumstances. And it's 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 almost like as you do sequels, you've got to contend with this notion that yeah, we're we're restraining realism here, and this this movie every every sequel pushes those boundaries further. And and as an audience member, you gotta you gotta you gotta tell yourself it's like, is it is it worth it? I mean this is this my suspension of disbelief, you know, went out the window two movies ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm having a blast. And and is that if they were to pull back and go straight back to John Wick one and kind of redo that stuff over and over again, it, it's 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 a balancing act, and yeah. I think they do. I think they're su- mostly successful. I think there are there are times when when it goes a little too long or something's a little bit like, you know, I call bullshit, and to to an ex- <laughs> to an extent where it it gets a little tiresome, but but they still you- manage to. You know, get you get you off in the process. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. It, it's very enjoyable. It's uh, you know one of the things in the theaters is I remember people 
laughing out loud at oh, yeah. kills and, <laughs> and and being excited and that's what it is. It's it's it this you can't take you have to take it with that grain of salt. Um I want I want to know what you think of the the story beats in 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 the the non-action scenes and uh do you think uh, the world building, essentially, I, too. I, I like the lore. I think that's fun. Like you talked about the sommelier, the tailor. It's not. Yeah. It's they they play with it. They they explore. I think sometimes it gets off track. Like I thought the the desert sequence was was off track. Um, and, right. Yeah. And it it does seem like at the beginning of each movie, there's a bit of a course correction. It's like. Uh, we haven't gotten into four, but four, it seems like the opening sequence is a course correction. Three, three was actually interesting. Two was, you know, they, they had to resolve the getting his car back and, 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 and play that out. It was fun, but, um, but it's, it's almost like, okay, let's, let's shift gears. Now we're going this direction instead. Um, I'm glad they did that. Cause that was the fun. The first movie hinted at it and everyone's like, yeah, that's really cool. Oh, yeah. That it's the action sequences, the stunts are incredible, but this this assassination world of, you know, like everybody and their babysitters an assassin. I know. It, 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 <laughs> I, yeah, in, in fact, it was at the end of end of 2 when 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 he's leaving Winston, and everybody's Winston's oh. all, you know, they're all walking around all the people, he, yeah. like makes a makes pulls out his phone or something like that and he says now and they all stop and it's like you're kidding me. That's that's like 300 people that are that are in on it. And it, I, I'm not positive, <laughs> but I thought I saw a baby stroller too. And I was like, "Wait, you got a little two year old's going to whip out a, a Glock and start popping?" Yeah, <laughs> you know what's going on. And then sometimes where it pushes a little, it's like, okay, you know, this is fun, but it, it's almost a little too much. So, uh, so I think overall, I love that they do the world building. I love that they yeah. keep trying to come up with something that and they try I, to, like try to interconnect it as much as possible but it goes too far sometimes yeah. i like the ideas of the, of the continentals and the and oh, the, yeah. the 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 international continentals right we go to rome and um you know uh we'll find out later there's others and in, in, you know i would i i would well, think we if did there's go to one casablanca in, too for uh right casablanca yeah. i would think that there's probably you know I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's probably one on the West Coast, either L.A. or San Francisco, you know, somewhere like that. You or know, both. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you got one in New York and one in L.A., you kind of cover the U.S. like you don't really need it more like. But that's but I mean, this is this is also that video game esque type thing. I could see this as like this. It's an open world map and everybody can make an assassin character. And John Wick just happens to be the fucking the the goat of all goats of this game and so it's an open thing and like hey if you can kill this character boom you you all of a sudden you get all the perks and that's why everybody's like little things going off like oh shit there he goes which we get another this is another one of those uh they kind of did that cut scene in in two with the tailor and the 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 oh god what can't sommelier Samuele. Samuele. I know, yeah, yeah, it's me. I'm going to mispronounce shit like nobody's business. Like, I'm the John Wick of mispronouncing things. <laughs> just, you know, I own that shit. Uh, My but brother's anyways, Samuele, so I'm... Back, I, well, yeah. it's funny. As, as soon as... Uh, I almost was like, I go, Steve's going to do something with wine because of that. You know, no. Like, I thought about it. <laughs> I, I love that because I'm not a wine drinker. I, I tried to... <laughs> when we first started doing this podcast, I, I, know. I, I was pulling wine out more often, but... 
but I really don't. If I if I bring yeah. wine, I don't drink it. I'll, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Casey likes. She's a wine drinker, so occasionally nice. I'll get a bottle if if she's coming over. For her. But that's about it. Yeah. Uh, but I love that scene because it was that montage, and we get that uh, in the in three where you know he's he uh, is um, ex is it no un, excommunicated? Yeah. What they, what excommunicado. Ex, yeah. And so when all the you know we get the the. The musician, the violin lady in the airport, or, or not the airport. sumo wrestler. and Yeah. And they have the fights going on back and forth where, like, like wait, he's fighting. Oh, he's fighting. And it just, it's a great scene because it looks like he's kind of fighting them all at the same time, but it's literally individual fights. Um, you know, and it's it's this montage of him fighting these guys. It's pretty cool. It is fun. What's with the sumo wrestler? It seems like that guy can't die it's like how many times well, do you have to shoot him down and down his so torso? Well, what they're saying what they're saying is basically uh a fatter guy has a little <laughs> bit of built-up armor uh coming uh being a fat guy i understand that um it's just his his vital organs are a little protected by you know layers of protection you know like i have a six-pack of abs it's just covered in this protective armor house so no one else can see them it, it's kind of that idea is is what i got um but I thought it was fun. I mean, and you know, we get the pencil, the pencil kill, right? Uh, right. Oh my god, to the, to the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, when we went and saw this in the theater, my wife went with me and my daughter, also uh, my oldest uh, Sierra. Oh, and because uh, I know she's not into violence. No, neither neither one of them are. And so through the whole thing, they're like, they're they're sitting right next to each other, and they like turn and look at each other through the whole thing, like all these. While while the rest of us, her boyfriend and her boyfriend's dad and and me and the brothers, we're all just laughing and, and <laughs> jumping and having a great time, and they're like, oh oh, and it, it's you know, and I felt bad because I was like, um, I, I invited her. I, I think I invited you guys too, but you guys had stuff going on. But it was one of those. It was like, I told her, hey yeah, we're gonna go see, and she's like, oh okay, and then afterwards she's like, oh wait, and then so because my wife was going, my daughter decided to go, and I was like. Yeah, you guys probably would have been better just not have, but uh, there were some fun things in it too. But but that's she did watch two with me. She kind of watched three. Uh, she kind of looked at her phone quite a bit watching three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there, you know, it it has some cool stuff. Uh, it, it is it's it's a lot of action. One of the things I liked about two that they didn't they didn't really have in three that I thought I I kind of wish they would was is uh, the catacomb scene where he's kind of, you know, he, he, he gets back into assassin mode where you get a little bit of the pre-planning and he stashes weapons knowing that. Yeah. I liked, I liked yeah. that a lot. Um, I thought that was really cool, but it also had one of the stupidest scenes, which is funny because some of the podcasts, I listened to a few of them, not a ton. Uh, it's some scenes that people just thought it was the greatest thing. And I thought it was the dumbest thing is when they're walking through the, the, I guess it's the uh, subway station. It's the really white, white subway station. And one, one of them's up top. Cassian's up top. Yeah. And they're shooting each other with, you know, silencers. And neither one of them are hitting. And I'm like, hey. so first off, John Wick, you shoot people not even looking dead smack in the eyes 90% <laughs> of the times. And you can't hit this guy walking. Like, and he's not even dodging. It's just you can't. Uh, I was kind of like, this is where it got, like, did you forget how to shoot all of a sudden? And yeah, I 
I, every time I've seen it, the part of me is laughing a little bit, but at the same time, I agree. It, it just it feels a little awkward, and uh, mm-hmm. maybe they're just calling out. Maybe they're just playing the scene out. Like, what 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 would two assassins do as they're walking, trying to look look uh, look like they're minding their own business? I mean, there there does seem to be a lot of throughout all these movies, a lot of bystanders that just. Just don't have get it. No clue. Video game. Hundred <laughs> percent video game. Open world video game. There's all these people walking by that you can't even talk to. You can't interact, and it doesn't matter what you do to them. They just do their thing. Yeah, I'll just. Sins, that's why. Yeah. I I think that's why I'm I'm like uh, this is gonna come out that this literally was a a video game that we watched, or it is it is literally um, something from the Matrix. So I think I think that's what I'm going to go on, which makes me enjoy it a little too. Um, they upped the Annie in two where they added in the car, uh, car foo, right? First one we got some gun foo, uh, a lot of jujitsu and a lot of judo throws. Some some good. Did they not do know, any just, cars in the first one? They didn't do cars. not really. I mean, he did his little. He did his driving, so you knew. Yeah, that he but was... nothing nothing like we get in the two where he's literally using the car as a weapon. Well. Yeah. Okay. They do have the the finale in John Wick when it's on the pier. That's they're driving cars in that. But but yeah, it certainly. This is one where he's literally using it as a weapon to throw people against other cars and hit people. And and well, how many he, times does he get fucking hit? He gets hit, and you just think, how do how are his bones? Is he made of adamantium or something like? Yes. <laughs> his bones. Yes, he is. Hold up. But I mean, uh, so one of the things. Uh, I, I, I read is there's that first scene where he comes flying out of the, the garage and is kind of like half turned and kind of lands and does the, the kind of slide out and stuff like that. So I guess the first time they filmed that scene, totaled the car. Like oh, it just didn't go right and just just destroy the car. So they had to get a whole new car. And I was like, oh, how I was like, you're like, all right, so we got six days to shoot all this car scenes. This is the first one we're gonna do, and all. Oh, um, we're gonna have to postpone this for about three days while we go get a new car. Was this uh, Keanu Reeves driving too? Because I think he was. Yeah, because he he. I mean, he's a pretty good driver. He he, he does all this stuff. He he said I, I've heard interviews where he says, yeah, if you can if you can see him, it's him. They're not. I mean, <laughs> he does have a stunt double for uh, for some of the stuff that he would. I guess you know, he could get there hurt. was a. There was something where he just, stuff. yeah, there's, he did like 95% of the stunts in, in, in two or in three, two, but he, he does 90 plus percent of the stunts in, in, I think there was one where they, they went down a stair, I think it's in two where him and uh, Cassian played by Common uh, go down, throw each other down the stairs. And I think right, that was right. one of the ones he doesn't do. And then there's one more. Uh, so yeah, they were, they were talking about him, uh, in his driving and how, how good he is. And the, the director was saying he's really good except for going right. Apparently he has a weakness on one side of the car or the other. And it was pretty fun. I was like, that's hilarious. my first pickup. I was like, okay, how do you drive that crazy with no doors on there and no seatbelt on and not go flying out the car? Like I've taken some sharp turns just in my, I just, and I got a Subaru Outback. I'm not like in some crazy fucking sports car. But that shit throws you a little bit of, like, you need a, a harness to keep you in the seat sometimes. I was kind of like, why is he not flying out there? But video game. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, it is what it is. I like the fact that Keanu Reeves 
uh, puts the dedication into training for this. Of course. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the, the amount of rounds that he actually he live fires in, in these, uh, um, like, uh, gun uh, ranges and stuff like that is, is ridiculous. It's like uh, I read somewhere once that, you know, on average he shoots something like 5,000 rounds per week. Yeah, I, I didn't do the, the research for this podcast, but I remember the first one watching a lot because there's a lot of videos posted. He still does shows, shows his training regiment and uh, I think he just enjoys it. Like I think he does that on on just to, not just for training, but like he amps it up when he starts to train. But he, just in general, he goes to different martial arts and trains. He you know he's like, and, I, and I read an article where he's, they're like, well, what what martial arts do you do? He goes like, I do whatever I can. He's like, well, don't you want to get a black belt? And he's like, not really. I don't care about the belt. Because I want to learn as much as I can in the systems, but I don't need a belt to tell me what level I'm at. I just I, feed me as much as you can. I, I'm your baby bird. Just keep feeding me as much what? as you can of all of it. Why do you think he's such a beloved hero to the internet? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who else to. I mean, maybe I think it's, it's because. Fans, he, but I mean, there's some. See, he is like Brendan Fraser. He is he. Who is kind I, of the internet? Yeah, yeah. Fan right darling, the, darling right now. Um, Keanu Reeves is just he has been that for a long time. I think it's because he is just a generally a nice guy, and it and it sh he's never. I, I can't think of one bad thing he's ever like. He's never been busted for like smacking somebody at an Oscars or talking shit about anybody <laughs> or, or you know he's just never he's I mean. He's been someone that like he gives away most of his money to charities. He he's he's very humble. He's very humble. I like that he he keeps his private life to himself. I think there's something He doesn't act like some, a celebrity. There's some dignity there. Well, he knows he knows his boundaries. If you look at he's known for if any fans Taking come a up, bus? no, of uh, well, yeah, <laughs> sad, sad Keanu, and yeah, there's the, <laughs> the, there's there's a few, yeah, I think at the bus stop, and then in the bus, there's there's other pictures and stuff where he lets people. He's a gentleman. He gives up his seat yeah. for for people, and and uh, I don't know if these are photo ops that are staged or <laughs> if someone just. I don't. That's the thing is, I don't think so. They uh, they come across pretty pretty genuine. Um, but I was I was on another talk, another thought. Um, Right, you were saying he knows he knows his he knows his lane. Oh, the the, uh, the if you look at any pictures he takes with women or or fans oh, right. in he, general, he won't he won't touch them. He'll have his hand kind of hovering on the outside. So I think he I, there's predictions on whether that's just a you know a reaction to the Me Too movement or or if it's <laughs> well it was before even that happened. But you know what, Howie Mandel does the same thing, and that's because he's a germaphobic. He's a germaphobic, yeah. <laughs> well, and then and then you look at I mean people that are you know younger n nerds are are very ridiculed online when they when they're you know when they're p posing with with a with a hot girl and having their hand hover it's like they're oh, afraid yeah. to touch it stuff like that but he's doing it more just to be respectful i just think i think it's one of those things is he's 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 actually really humble and it comes across because if it was if it was a, a fake humble people would have seen it by now and called it out and i think it's one of those things is there's people that actually are trying to but he is literally a, a very humble guy and it comes across in everything he does and i think that's why he he is so beloved in that. I find in some interviews I've seen with him, and I can't I can't think of a, an exact example, but he, 
getting him to talk about things he usually kind of passes but but when he says when he finally when they, when you can get him to say something that's like tell me something meaningful about this and he'll, he he takes his time thinks about it and then he just says something and you're just like boom there it is you know it's yeah. like this is uh this is wisdom from keanu uh and uh yeah but but it's it's true there's something about him that makes us think the best of him because there's some people that you know, we just don't care for. There's something about him. I mean, you've got, <laughs> you've got people that, that yeah, right. regardless, you're not going to have anything good to say, if even if they are humble. Seth Rogen? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if you, you said you didn't care for Halle Berry. I don't know if there's anything in the past about no, no, that it, or not. No, but, no, it was just but, her, her role in this one, only thing. I actually yeah. like her. I, I love her in uh, X-Men. I think she was a, an excellent storm. But there's something about her acting in this one just, I was like, I don't buy it. I didn't believe it. But it almost seems like Keanu Reeves, there, there's something more to it than just he's humble. It's, it's there, there's there's something he's been graced with. That, yeah. Uh, well, and here's the thing, too. Mag- is, magnetic. Is, make, makes him he, more magnetic personality. He knows he's not a great actor. Yeah. And he yeah. doesn't. He, he doesn't. had plenty of ridicule when he was, yeah, with his. Uh, and you know what? He never comes out and goes, he, you know, he never comes out and, and fights that. You know, he never comes out and says, oh, no, no, I, I'm, you guys just don't, you know, he never, like, you guys are just hating. He's like, whatever. Like, you're right. I'm not the greatest actor, but you know what? I give it my all. I do my thing, and, and you can say whatever you want. I'm, it's not going to bother me. And he I mean, tries think, to so, show a lot of appreciation to fans, too. And, right. And, and go out of his way to, to be there for, Photo ops oh man, I would love requested. to. I'd fucking love to roll around with him, like some jujitsu or something, or judo. God, that'd be such a cool thing. Like just to say, like, hey, you know who's another person that um, it just floored me is um, why uh, Al Bundy. What um, I know you're talking about. Think, uh, he's like a fifth degree ju- uh, Brazilian jujitsu black belt. I mean. Uh, uh, what is it? What was that show? What was that? But <laughs> married with children? What? Married with children. That's it. Uh, yeah, he um, he's a he's a, a black belt in uh, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, yeah, before Bo can text us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's gonna listen to this tomorrow. But um, so he's actually a, a black. I mean, and he's I mean he's not young, but he still goes out and rolls with these guys. And I'm like, how cool would that be to show up at a freaking uh, you know, class one day and like, there's Keanu Reeves. And, you know, you're like, oh yeah, let's let's go over here and work on this, or or you know, or or Ed O'Neill, and just like, hey yeah, we're gonna go work on this choke. I'm like, God, how cool! Like, I would geek out so hard on that. Like, not only because of who they are, but also because doing just you know, martial arts in general, just to be able to do that. It's like there's, I mean, there's a couple. Uh, Ed Hardy. I think is another one who who recently just won like a, a jujitsu tournament. I don't think it's um, Ed. It's um, is I it Ed Hardy? I know who you're talking about. Uh, not Ed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bane. I'll look up Bane. Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Okay. Yeah. His brother Ed was probably there too. Um, <laughs> oh, you had Ed O'Neill on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he even has a brother Ed, but it, he did. Uh, but yeah, he literally was in, he like showed up at this tournament. Nobody knew he was going to be there. You know, he didn't do it as like the actor. He just like, Hey, I, you know, I want to go roll with these guys in this tournament and freaking won. 
I'm like, that's fucking cool as shit. So I was just like, I thought about that, and I was like, that'd be so cool. And that's what I think part of the reason John Wick uh, and, and Keanu Reeves does so well is, is people know the work that Keanu Reeves puts into to these movies, right? Well, it's very well documented. Yeah, but but let's look at The Matrix because... You know, he they just recently put out an, a new Matrix movie, which which was shit. Which yeah, it, it, it didn't. And I blame and yet, the writers and directors. Well, of though. course, that was... we're not going to blame Keanu, but I mean, <laughs> but that's and it's not. <laughs> he's kind of earned that. It's like we know that yeah. he's trying. He, he's putting out some good material, but I I think I think I think that likability could probably run out if you just continue to put out shit, you know? So fortunately he has this John Wick series. I thought the role he did on that Netflix comedy too, um, where he played himself. And I think we've talked about that in a previous con, uh, podcast, but, uh, it, it's, it was a direct to Netflix. It was, um, um, uh, always be my maybe. Yeah. Always be my maybe. That's, that's it. And he plays himself and he plays himself, not in a humble way, but in a much more obnoxious <laughs> and, uh, um, cocky way. And it's hilarious. And Isn't that uh, the, that's and, the new Nicholas Cage movie, right? Of him being a, him himself, but he's super <laughs> like the unlikable being of, or something. It's, it's a new movie by Nicholas Cage. It's the one where year. he plays he plays himself and it's, yeah. it's plays it's with the same guy from Last of Us. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, Pedro uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, that's right. Yeah, um, I did not I didn't see that, but it looked pretty fun. It might be apparently right it, it apparently it's really good and it's it's like Nicolas Cage making fun of Nicolas Cage, which you know <laughs> I'm all for. So, um, but yeah, I, I get it. I, it's it, he. he he found his niche, and I think he's one of those. He's one of those guys that's like, look, this is what I'm good at. This is what I want to do. This is what I enjoy doing, and he's just gonna keep doing it. So, good, good for yeah. him. I mean, he's 58. He doesn't ever have to work again. He's got enough money that he never has to work again because he's not out there buying Lamborghinis and you know million dollar mansions and strippers and all that. He's he's got you know he, he's smart. He just he takes the goddamn bus still, you know. <laughs> It's it's interesting. There's some comments I want to add, but but that kind of goes into John Wick four, and and I don't. Oh right, right. I'm, I'm, so I'm holding right. my tongue on a few things. So back to back to world building in this. One of the things I want to know is what do you think of their currency? Uh, they have these gold coins, and apparently you can get a cab ride, a hotel room, or two drinks. And it all costs it's, one coin. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. I mean, it it doesn't make sense from a value standpoint. It's, no, yeah, it doesn't. You, you, you get your hotel room, but yeah, you buy a bourbon. And I, this one's on me. Um, I, it yeah. doesn't when he, when he gets the gin and, and bourbon, yeah, the, he says, this he one's on one me. Coin. He, he point pays one coin for that too. So, I mean, it almost makes it feel like it's some it represents more than that it's not value necessarily but it's a i heard it was i don't know so yeah i heard it was something that like they it was more of a uh, a promise or something like that it was more of a a um right a promissory note you you give a coin yeah to, but but when he uh when he gets gets the cleanup crew in John Wick one uh, to come oh, and he clean drops his like house, five of he drops one for everybody, I believe. You know, here you go. Yeah. So it's so it's not always like it's, that. It's all over the um, board. Yeah. It's like and 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 how do you pay your house with that? Like, 
you know, can you go to your bank and say, yeah, here's my here's my mortgage note. I got I got six gold coins. <laughs> I just thought that was one of the things that like outside of it's, everybody being a, an assassin, that was one of the things about the world building I think was lacking. It's almost I I don't I understand there's going to be contradictions because when you're developing scripts early on, you come up with these ideas that sound awesome and then you're kind of stuck with with what you've put out there. And so when you try to build on it, it's harder to maintain the continuity. What they should have done is they should have had different size coins. They should have had like a half size coin and then like a quarter size coin and like those but, drinks but, would have been like a quarter size coin. <laughs> but my point is you have to come up with this at the get-go. Yeah. When you're making the movie, you don't know that it's going to be you know, you're going to be able to continue to put one out every couple of years True. because it's going to catch well, on. So, I mean, we got John Wick 4 out now. They're talking to John Wick 5 still. Uh, there's also a, a spinoff called The Ballerina, which I think started with 3. Um, it's in between 3 and 4, and they actually wrapped shooting about a month ago, yeah. maybe 2, and because Lance Reddick is a, is a character in that one. So, uh, so we'll get to see... And yeah, him reprise his role and so one more time. They're talking about potentially having a a John Wick uh, universe almost. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it's interesting to see where it goes. I I still yeah. like. I, I I think when I when I come back and look at it, I'm like, the idea of this this is just a open world video game makes more and more sense to me. That you know what? Well, yeah, you, you know you don't if 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 you spread out and focus on other characters. Yeah, we're not necessarily going to get. Keanu Reeves, but we're going to get stunt-driven movies that yeah. <laughs> have this this kind of crazy folklore that that they're just expanding on and stuff. And so you could take it many different directions and just enjoy well, this as, as a. And they've got a lot universe, of, like you said, they've got a lot of other actors too. Uh, Common, uh, who played Cassian, uh, you know, we don't, we never saw the body dead, so he could come back and be a character and 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 have a whole other movie. Um, Lawrence Fishburne, Burn, the the Bowery King. Now there's a whole in depth world that could be investigated. That whole every homeless guy that's shitter chattering that fucking sounds ridiculously like like he's you know lost it could be an assassin. You know, know Earl, the first the the first one that's that, that's kind of the gatekeeper of the of the door, and he's yeah he's doing that. He's it's it's like. They're taking a whole nother group, uh, you know, a class of, of people, and you can, you can choose that with any sort of class or, you know, anything. Right. Just turn it into some different faction of this, of this, uh, this world, this underground world of well, I assassins. Well, I mean, I, I know we, we got introduced to it in two a little bit more, uh, but one of the ones I really would love to see is a, a series spun off on this, and it's uh, I want to see Jason uh, Manzuka come back. Uh, he's the TikTok man. He's uh, he's the homeless guy that kind of shows up in three, uh, where he's in the uh, the alleyway and the guy's talking and he goes TikTok, Mr. Wick, and uh, you see him later on. So I don't know if you know Jason Manzuka, but he is a uh, he's a comedian actor and uh he's been in some just hilarious stuff but he was in the league uh oh, okay. which i don't know and i have never laughed so much at one character in a series ever uh than i have at jason manzuka in the in the league he he, uh, he plays rafi and it is one of the most hilarious characters i've ever seen and the guy himself is funny he's on he's he's been on some podcasts and uh there's a podcast i think it's like how did this get made 
uh, and it's a couple comedians, and they talk about how movies got made, and he is freaking hilarious. I, I, the guy is, can do no wrong by my, my, my mind, but I would love to see a deep dive into the Bowery with uh, Jason Manzuka as the TikTok man. That's, that's what I'm, I'm pushing out there. If I won the lottery tomorrow, that, that show would be made. I think some of these characters are hit and miss. I was not as big of a fan on, in, like in in John Wick Two. I didn't I didn't care so much for Cassie or um, or Cassian, Cassian or the uh, or the mute. Um, yeah, right. Aries, or, played by Aries, uh, yeah. Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Yeah, but I did I did enjoy the uh, adjudicator. Something. I mean. Oh, in three and three in in three oh. and, and what. So one of the people <laughs> talked, one of the podcasts talked about the, the Judicator and they were like talking about how uh, Fishburne was back uh, in this and they were talking about let's, let's get more people back from the Matrix and um, uh, the, the woman from the Matrix, they were like, why did they not have her come back as the Judicator? Um, we're uh, talking about uh, Carrie Ann Moss uh, yeah. who played Trinity. Why did they not put her as an adjudicator, like that, that is like a, that, if they would have done, well, maybe they didn't do that because then everybody was like, oh, fuck, this is just a spinoff of The Matrix. This well, literally I, is the. It, it's almost like if at the end of one of the movies post-credit, you know, uh, you, you get some sort <laughs> of, some sort of, uh, you know, you see the, the, the falling, falling digital. Oh, letters, right. Or, you know, something oh. like that or something like that. And it almost would get, get some eye rolls. It's like, oh, no, come they, on. No, they had it. They had it with the, the, the tattooed 60s pinup girl network that puts out all the messages. They were doing them on like old Apple 64 computers and it was in that green font. Uh, just like, I mean. Yeah, it was there. It it it's it literally is there. Um, but no, they were they were guns. talking about <laughs> lots yeah, of even lots of guns. I know kung fu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss would uh, apparently had had said something too to uh, Keanu Reeves about yes, I let I'll be in this. Just just find a spot for me, and and so. I'm kind of bummed that we haven't seen her yet. You know, maybe maybe she'll show up somewhere, but uh, there's a lot of it. Uh, I agree. Like Lawrence Fishburne's character sometimes was a little over the top, and, and they, a lot of people were talking about like they brought in him, and they're like, "All right, Larry, here we we're gonna have you say this," and he goes, "You just do whatever you want to do," and that's why he's <laughs> just so over the top, and, you know. And I, it, it works. I I, I mean. Uh, Ian McShane as Winston is such a fucking cool character in this. He is. <laughs> I love it. I love it when he's locked himself in his in his safe. Oh, when they're all shooting. Safe room. Uh, yeah. And and uh, you know he, he's they just, knock on the door. He's got that. He's just suave and and uh, you know could give two shits uh, about anything and you know always got the interesting line. Um, I I think I think sophistication though is it goes to. Uh, Goes to the concierge though. He's the one that. Oh, he is. Yeah, Lance Riddick. <laughs> it, it, his character is is by far one of the coolest. And I think I think one of the reasons Elegance. everybody likes him, elegance. I love it. <laughs> well, that's everybody. I, th- I think everybody loves him because in two, one of the things that happens is is John Wick has that that dog he got from the, you know, when he went to the vet store or the vet hospital yeah. and ends up, and he goes in. He goes, uh, we don't board pets. And he's like, well, um, he's like. I'll take care of him. And right there, everybody's like, you a good guy. I got you. <laughs> and it, right then, he won everybody's heart because he's like, nope, 
He's going to take care of this dog, which I thought was an incredible thing in uh, three where they're in the cab and he's like, look, uh, just make sure he gets to the hotel and, and they'll take care of him. You know, he get, he he basically leaves the dog in the cab, so the dog gets well, back. Well, and he gives the gives the guy a coin too. Yeah, <laughs> which is again, it's like every motherfucker around here, like. Well, that's the cab, cab syndicator, you know. <laughs> well, not only I mean, okay, we have a sushi chef. Fuck, I can't even say that. Uh, Zero, <laughs> who happens to be the best assassin in the world outside of John Wick. That okay. That was another thing I had a problem with. Three. This was this is one of the things where to go okay wait we've got a very very big tier of what level assassins are, are are there there is the zero level assassin which is everybody that doesn't have a speaking line right and then there's the next tier which is anybody who says a couple words they're kind of up there and then there's the the next level where they're just over the top where they've got multiple speaking lines because uh, Zero, who is the, the the sushi chef that has all the ninjas, go in and wipe out all the homeless guys like they don't know what the fuck is going on. So you've got zero-level assassins against, you know, one-level assassins, and they're just kicking their ass. It's like, it, it just, and, you know, John Wick, he's going up against these He's literally taking on 60, 70 different guys with multiple weapons, and, and he's just... Like, I'm sorry, if you're an assassin, if you are a professional assassin enough that you have that kind of arm, you're not just getting shot one time because you walk in the room at the wrong, uh, it, 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 the believability gets a little crazy the longer we get into this. It does. It absolutely does. Um, and it's something I'm sure the filmmakers understand and have to try to address as best they can because yeah. the further you stretch this out it just <laughs> it does it loses its its sanity it just becomes kind of comical but um but but they i i think they're they focus on what they really do best the stunts the the ability oh for sure to, this is this to, is a stuntman wet dream yeah um so so i think i think i I just think that's you're you're gonna get stuck in the in the mud regardless. And this this series, this franchise is really just trying to say, you know, if you want this, we're gonna we just you're just gonna have to look the other way when we when we, <laughs> when we push the limits here because uh, we want to keep bringing it to you. We want to keep up in the ante, and yeah. it's gonna get more and more ridiculous. But uh, but that's the price you pay for this level of entertainment. And and. I don't mind that formula. I think that's a damn good formula. <laughs> so, well, it is one of those things. Is you, you don't go into this uh, looking for this deep, thoughtful story. It's like you don't you don't go to Broadway looking for an action scene. You don't go to John Wick expecting a deep, thoughtful story. You don't. You know, it, it, you gotta you gotta know what you're looking at. And yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna say, hey, we're gonna try and do everything. But what we're going to do is we're going to give you action. Like, uh, I love the fact that they they amp up the action every time they add in. You know, we went from two where they added the vehicles, right? There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of vehicle used as weapons and in, in, in a lot of vehicle actions, uh, motorcycles and stuff like that. And then we get in we get in three and they're like, well, OK, we've done cars. We've done what else can we fuck horses? Let's get some horses in there. My that God, stable. This, this stable was hilarious. <laughs> oh my God! The first time he slaps that horse on his ass and the guy kicks, I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was like, "That like, 
I was like, that is cool as shit. I'm I'm all I'm on down for that. Like, yeah, it, you know, um, I did not care for the motorcycle fight. I think it's in three, where he's on the motorcycle, With the samurai swords, and that one was kind of lame. I was like, it it, it wasn't, and. It was another okay. So you've you've done um, defense techniques in in our martial arts, right? Where where we set up a choreographed set of tacks and stuff like that. One of the one of the things people struggle. I've never with, done it on a motorcycle with samurai swords, though. So. Well, wait. <laughs> okay. I, I I forgot to tell you what we're gonna do. No. Uh, but I mean, just in general, one of the things I noticed, and I, I started to notice it more and more in these films, is um, when you do these choreographed fights, the when you're fighting more than one person. The person in the background that you're not attacking has to be doing something that looks natural other than like why is there not why are they not attacking and I noticed I didn't notice a lot of it in one. I was like they 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 really had this down. The further they get into these, the more and more you're like, "Oh, that person's just holding off waiting. They're just holding off awaiting." And even in 4, um I noticed it pretty Pretty blatantly, out some of those. I was like, "Oh, he started well, not throwing into four because, No, I was just yeah, saying. But I mean, I, progressively I, as these go, it got more. And that's, I think, one of the reasons three bugged me a lot is because of the way some of the action happened in that last uh, fight scene where they were shooting everybody in Casablanca. It was a lot of that. The guy runs in, waits, and then gets shot. You know, it's like he doesn't even draw. <laughs> it was just kind of like it. There's some timing issues that I think they're like, hey. We're a little short on film, so uh, we've only got one or two <laughs> takes on these, so let's get it right, guys, and if not, we're just going to have to go with it. One of the things I think they choose not to do is, and I, I mentioned it at the, at the beginning, was, was they, they don't do a lot of fast cutting, which is, which is yeah. something you see in like a lot of the Jason Bourne movies where there's a lot of really close-up cutting, and it creates this... this feeling of heavy action and if, if they do it right you can have a really dynamic action sequence instead this is much more about the wider shot you see the action you see the the, the kind of the 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 ball i think the ballet ballet being kind of the the ballet syndicate or whatever that is 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 nice the russians that's what a, that's that's what a lot of these these um choreographed scenes feel like they're they're like a, a dance. dance and stuff and I'm sure they do their best really trying to <laughs> choreograph what those people are doing as they're trying to, you know, they, you, and you see John Wick or the, whoever the, the, the protagonist or these characters multitask as much as they can choreograph. And sometimes you notice, yeah, you def definitely notice every once in a while someone holding back, waiting for that punch because that's when they, that's when they're, it's called for them to, to, to jump in. And, um, and I think these are probably close to the best of the best doing the stunt work. And oh, so, for sure. Oh, and I, so I, I don't. I would. I would rather see the wide shot where sometimes you see these flaws. Um, yes. Especially when it's Keanu Reeves in the midst of it doing this stuff because because it just it you it feels more exciting um, and. And you're going to get some of those flaws as more apparent, but I, but it's like Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's yeah. a master of those sort of things, and he had always that kind of frenzy about him as he was fighting, just to kind of draw attention away from anyone slowing yeah. down. It's just you're all you're all focused on him, even though it's, he loved those wide shots. And I think we get a lot, and I think we we see more and more of it. I think it gets more and more visible. One, two, three, 
because they're upping the ante a little bit and they're trying yeah. to go a little harder. And I, I think that's maybe why I didn't like the Halle Berry character as much as because I think her fighting scenes lacked a little, and maybe not because of her portrayal. And I, I, I know she trained and, and did a lot of her stunts and was good with them, but I think it was also one of those things is it might have been just the action sequences had a lot more of that, okay, this is a little too scripted and not scripted as well as some of the other ones where where it seemed better and i think that may be why um so that, that was that was just kind of what it was but it, i've noticed that more and more as we went through one two and three for sure um mm -hmm. but it's like i said it, it's probably because they're like oh we we took it to 11 we got to go to 12 oh yeah. shit we're at 12 we got to go to 12 and a half you know, John Wick 4, what do we do? We're going to 13, fellas, <laughs> you know? Uh, so it is It is what it was. Um, and I think also 3 suffered a little bit too when uh, this is this goes back to, to Keanu Reeves acting when he had to go back into the, the Russian syndicate and, and beg for his spot back. That's 4. No, no, because he, he, he goes in to get um, in 3. Oh, he, oh. He, when they when they clip his ticket or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. they're the ones that get him to Casablanca. Right. Okay. Th that's some of the some of the worst acting in the whole thing uh, by Keanu Reeves. It's and it's I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to kind of keep it you know clean and you know the way they were, but it just it it's rough. It it's pretty rough. Um, but in and I mean there's some also fun stuff in three at the end too. Uh, you know, we talk about Zero. I talked about Zero earlier. He's the assassin. He's got his two two side um, characters, uh, his two side uh, uh, lackeys that are, you know, they're very short compared to Keanu Reeves. I think Keanu Reeves is somewhere around 6'3". These guys are probably like a 4 or 4'9 to 5'1 kind of range. There's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a definite uh, difference. Maybe they're probably over 5 feet. I don't want to. But they're they're very close to five feet. But that fight between them, and it's kind of like this: we have much respect for you, but we still got to fight you. And and it's a very interesting fight. And these guys apparently were uh, in the raid, which is a very you know very highly level uh, uh, respected martial arts film. And, a lot uh, of people compare the uh, the these sequels to the raid too. That was much more about. Whereas raid one was much more of an action movie. Raid two. Yeah. Uh, was more a visual uh, and and world building style where they yeah. built on top of that. So that's that's a, a nice recognition of that. Yeah. So these guys were in that and, and the fight with them and stuff like that. It's it's very interesting and like you know they get to the point where they knock them down. They have them like oh they back up and help them up and like no 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 I have much respect for you. I really am happy to be fighting you. Very interesting and and same thing with uh, with Zero who he's he's almost kind of fanboying. Oh my God! As that, a, that where he sits down next to him at first, and it's like you, he's blocking him in. He doesn't want him going anywhere. And yeah. so, yeah, John Wick moves to the chair, and that's when, yeah, he just like his whole persona changed. He's like, I just got to let you know I'm a big fan. I'm more of yeah. a cat person, but I know you like those dogs. Yeah. And, you know, it, it just <laughs> it's 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 really a fun moment of, of levity, and and they play that sort of stuff uh, yeah. well in this. It it and what do you think? You 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 brought up the fight sequence in the uh, in the museum or in that you know at, with with the, all the the, two, uh, the knives. Oh oh, in uh, no, the classroom. No. 
in the classroom. And uh, what did you think about? I mean, what was, what were they, what were they trying to do with all the smashing into the into the into the glass ca- uh, cabinets? Because I mean, it seemed like that was they did that about ten times to the to this point of I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish. Was it just like, oh, it's funny this many times and let's c- keep doing it. It's funny. I, is, it, is that? Yeah, what, I, I don't it, know. Was it a joke? Was it? I, <laughs> I think it was just like, well, hey, we're all we're in this very pristine, clean, you know, glass room and, you know, everything's glass and everything's. But yeah, we're in here fighting just so it's kind of like bull in a china shop. I think is the idea is like what's what happens when you have a fight in a china shop everything gets fucking broke but he just kept getting thrown into these things and kept having to like use his hands on top of the glass as he's pushing himself up and you know i uh, (laughs) i realistically um watching the this john wick three this this rewatch for it i almost i was checked out by the end of the like by the time this fight came up I literally was like, I I think I'm burnt out on John Wick. Um, it 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 does push, yeah, that many in a row. I, I didn't find that. I well, I'm trying to think because I watched two. I watched uh, two, three, four in in that. I I, I stuck to the order. Um, I don't think I felt burnt out though throughout the whole whole time. Well, I think it, I think so, I had a, a nice separation between each one. It wasn't well, like I watched them back to back. Yeah, and it was interesting. Back to back days, just not back to back. Yeah. One of the things, well, and mine were back to back days. Like I didn't watch one more than one day. and But I just think at that time I was kind of, well, and I think also there was some story elements of three that really slowed it down and, and hurt it. Um, but, it, you know, one of the ways I, I rate my movies essentially, and, and this goes pretty much for every movie across the board, is is rewatchability. And, um, you know, the first time I watched these, I was like, God, this is such a great movie. I, I, I'm pretty sure I would really enjoy this. And it's interesting because watching three again, I was like, I'm kind of bored. Now, had I not watched two and four recently with it, would it have been the same? Would I have been, would I have been, you know what I mean? It would have been a little bit. Well, yeah, it's like you eat a, you eat a steak. That's the most delicious steak in the world. And it's like, you want seconds? Hell yeah. And you eat a second one. And it's like, you want thirds? Like, whoa, I can't eat more. You know, so I think that's, I think that's what yeah. these are. And as good as these movies are, much like The Matrix, I could not watch The Matrix every day. I'd get tired of it. But every, you know, once a year, you know, spread it out. These these are probably like that where it's like, yeah, I could I could turn my brain off, eat some popcorn and watch this and enjoy it for what it is. Uh, yeah, I think this is a good movie to use the real watchability um, factor as, as a basis for whether it. It's good or not. I don't, I don't, I totally don't think that's uh, the same for lots of movies. There's dramas and there's things that, to, to me, it's, it's how much did I think about it after the fact? How much did it stick with me? Um, right. So um, sometimes in this, it's like, I want to check out. I want to just enjoy the onslaught. But others, I don't. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're not, they're, they're for other reasons, yeah. Right, yeah, this is a popcorn movie for sure. Like, this is not like, like, oh, I got to get my think on. I'm going to go throw in some John Wick. No, this is like, I want to turn my brain off. This is basically, I want to take a nap without taking a nap, you know? <laughs> but but the the lore, you talk about the Samuel scene and with the, and the yeah, tailor yeah. And, and some of that stuff. 
that stuff that's that's like the appetizer that's 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 yeah. where the meal gets more rounded out it's it's not just for eating that that steak I, it's for you know you get the sauce on the side and you know yeah. <laughs> well that's interesting because you say that like i you know you know we you talk about how how boring or i don't want to know you, i don't know if i want to put words in your but the how bad the the desert scene is in three and stuff like that to have more uh, world building where we get more of the stuff like the Taylor, the Doctor, the, the Samuel A., the, you know, uh, the Bowery people, you know, deeper into that where it's a little bit more interesting. Like, would that have been a, a better way to build up some of this or, you know, get back into the ballerinas or get some, you know, something else more into this? Uh, would that have made that a better, you know, I, I, I just, that's... Well well, one of the, one of the things I didn't care for the desert scene was it uh, made no sense. It, it, it felt like it was some sort of it was like building up to some moment of clarity on what his motivation is, and it, you get that, and then you know the next scene he's completely changed his mind again, and so like, well, what was that about? Because, I mean, because he, yeah. he you know he takes off his finger, he gives up his ring because he wants to remember her, and so he's gonna go go kill Winston and but then he goes and sees Winston and it's just like oh yeah you're right okay. well no he wasn't gonna I don't I don't think it was Winston I thought it was um the uh who is he he goes to kill shit I can't even remember Winston it was the yeah that that was the whole idea is that he was supposed to eliminate the the continental manager oh okay um, I'm, to prove I'm, his I, I mean, I don't know if it, if there was, maybe it was just killing I thought two that birds was, with one stone. I thought that's what Winston had to do to to get out from underneath the, but I didn't think he had to kill Winston. I well, thought he had to. No, no, remember Winston gives him the gun and said, if you're going to do it, I'd rather, I'd rather have you do it with, you know, I'd, I'd rather be killed by a friend. And he says, does his little, uh, you know, voodoo magic with his words. And suddenly Keanu Reeves is like, oh, I can't kill you. <laughs> and let's. Let's protect and the it, Continental, and and then Winston yeah. comes around and shoots him off the roof. You know, so true, true. Yeah, like I said, I I checked out on this last rewatch. Um, I think there was just a lot about three that I I I don't know if I was in burnout mode or, you know, uh, there was just some things that like that whole Casablanca thing to me, the desert Casablanca, the whole thing could have been cut out. I I I, I think though what they probably they they. They spent some time on the story, but but that's just kind of a uh, a blueprint for the stunts. It's like okay, sure. we're gonna take his character, we're gonna take him here, we're gonna take him there, we're gonna have him do some do some deep thought and you know and uh, come up with some sort of motivation for him. But the whole point is we want to see this happen. We want to see some dogs get in on the action. We want to see some horses. Right. We wanna, you know, we want to see some motorcycles. We want to see some samurai swords with horses and motorcycles. You know, and and, and that's where... So so I think the, the story is fun. I think they spice it up so well with some of this lore. And I hope they keep... That's you know, I wasn't as, as taken with the ballerinas characters but i think they were kind of placed there for this for this uh well that's that's what it's like yeah you know what you know what i'm thinking this 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 john wick ballerina spinoff you know what this reminds me of this is going to be as close as we're going to get to like a deep red room style uh natasha romanoff 
kind of thing. And so we're, we're going to get like a Black Widow style uh, thing uh, just with a different set of, you know, ballerinas that can kick your ass and fuck you up. Yeah, and it's on a day Armas is the uh, is the the lead in this movie. She's um, been in a lot of she. I mean, she's been in a lot of good stuff. Um, she was yeah. in uh, the last James Bond movie. She was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Knives Out. Um, she played Marilyn Monroe uh, in the this last year's oh, movie, okay. which got completely panned by critics. The movie <laughs> itself. But uh, her performance uh, elevated it, apparently. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, like I said, I think there's a lot to the world building that I, 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 I'm excited for and I think could, can do a really good thing. Um, you know, next week we're going we're gonna to tackle John Wick 4, which it, it's hard not to talk about John Wick 4 while yeah. we're doing this because it does feed into a lot of it. And, and we get some stuff that comes up with it, and it's like, oh, this could be so good. Um, so it, it, it's very interesting to see, you know, what's what, what we're going to talk about next week. What's next week's drinks going to be? You know, <laughs> um, I already know I, I have some uh, huge, huge gripes with with where they went with some of this stuff, and and I'm sure I'll talk about it next week. And and there was a little bit of about it in in this uh, third. Uh, chapter um but i'll i'll save it for the next one because it shows up so much more in the next one that it's almost distracting to the point where it's like you almost lost me a little you know you know but john wick is is a it's a an adrenaline pushed movie that is is for popcorn uh and people that like realistic fightings and <laughs> fighting and move well realistic to a point Realistic if there was no rules as far as, like, you could just kill people and, and no cops will ever show up. And, uh, you know, as long as, yeah. as long as you kill everybody in the family, nobody will come after you. <laughs> yeah, action pacing is, is not an easy thing. And, and that, that's where the movie, I think the movies that are most successful out of this series are the ones that can balance that action pace the best. Because sometimes you get these action sequences that are just this onslaught that doesn't es- does- doesn't escalate to like the first the first punch that's thrown or the first shot yeah. is is the same as the last and so it can be choreographed you know beautifully but if it's just kind of if it doesn't if it doesn't escalate if it doesn't continue to move um, and you know the stakes don't get higher and higher <laughs> it's harder it, it gets you checked out um, and. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was I, I I knew you were talking and I was listening, but I I just happened to be scrolling through uh, Jason Manzuka's IMDb <laughs> credits. Uh huh. And the thing that made me laugh, and and now I got to go see this is is the uh, Pam and Tommy uh, miniseries that was out. Sure. Uh, yeah. Jason Manzuka plays Tommy Lee's penis voice. <laughs> that to yeah. me is fucking hilarious. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? That that's because <laughs> I think we were talking about that before about <laughs> playing Tom Lee's penis. I think we we were saying uh, uh, what's his name from Game, Game of Thrones, uh, right? Right. <laughs> he needs to play Tommy's penis. Well, apparently it's Jason Manzuka's, uh, which means he's a he's an unshaven man apparently. So because yeah. uh, Jason Manzuka <laughs> has a very very big. Uh, but anyways, um, <laughs> you're right. Uh, 
yeah, it's there's there's a lot to it. It, it J- John Wick is fun. Uh, big big popcorn movie. Um, if you're in, if you are a martial arts fan of any type, if you are a gun nut, I don't want to call gun nut because that's kind of derogatory. But if you are someone that enjoys the the shooting arts, um, it's very realistic in in the use of guns as far as like um, how accurate you could get without really just going and shooting people. Um, you know, they're 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 very very detailed in how they hold the guns, how they react to the guns, reload the guns are being used. Um, it does get a little crazy when he starts throwing guns and having people, you know, flying back because it got hit by a pistol. Um, but other than that, it's, it's pretty realistic. Um, other than some of the reactions to how they got shot in their bulletproof jacket and it didn't do much. But anyways, uh, very fun. Uh, this is this is a very good series for just action. Uh, I don't even call it a vac- action adventure because, you know, there's... When you have uh, action adventure, it's it's kind of like this story that you're following. This is really just now I'm going from one cutscene in a video game to another where I'm gonna beat up and every once in a while I'll get some little background and some wor- world building, and uh, I'll pick up some coins on the way so I can pay for my drinks and my cab ride. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I almost I almost did a a dog based drink. I was trying to find something uh, like a good boy or something like that, or a dog with no name. I tried to find a drink like uh, to do that uh, based on that because I uh, that was one of the fun things that I, uh, people picked up on is how everybody was asking what the dog's name was. Is I, the dog has no name, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, why can't you just give the dog a name? But I, I guess he didn't want to lose him <laughs> and have that heartache again. So, yeah. I think that's I think that's uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so good movie. Uh like I said, if you haven't seen it, go pick up those DVDs. I don't know why you listen if you hadn't seen it. Um I'm pretty sure you have. If you want to see it again, jump on Peacock, get that. Uh you know, there's there's ways to get uh through Xfinity. I think I get it through my uh my cable or not my cable, but my internet provider. Uh, I just get Peacock added as a as an extra. Okay. So uh, it's on there. Or, you know, jump on Amazon, order those DVD, Blu-rays, whatever, whatever you're fancy, and uh, and then get out there and watch those movies. And get to the theater, watch John Wick 4, and join us next week. That's right. We, we will be spoiling it. We're going to spoil <laughs> the shit out of that one. <laughs> We're going to talk about all the stuff that happens. We're not going to leave anything out. Uh, but you're going to have is, to tune in next week. Yeah. Yep. And we're going to have great. We're going to have great drinks. I have no idea what I'm going to do on this or next one either. Uh, I'm going to actually plan. I plan to go see it again. And um, I I think I'd like to, um, but I don't know if I'm going to have the opportunity. We'll see. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad I've already I've already watched it, but uh, but it's nicer when it's fresher. But again, I don't want to I don't want to overdo it. You know, I've already yeah. watched four, three in a row, and uh, <laughs> so don't want to we'll get see. that John John Wick burnout. Um, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. No. I got gotcha. you. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. We've we've John Wick the hell out of this, and so thanks for joining us. And uh, hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. What does that mean? <laughs>